I'm a huge, huge Coach Taylor fan. I got to go back and watch it. I think who else is that? Linda Cardellini or whoever, whoever's in that. I, I need to go watch it now. You guys have forced me, just like you forced my hand with oatmeal cream pies and cinnamon toast crunch. Now I got to go eat the box while I watch Bloodline this weekend. Thank you. Welcome to episode number 10 of the Power 5 podcast. I'm Kevin Williams. On this week's episode, we rank our top five Netflix original shows. Let's introduce our panelists this evening. First, a fellow who believes the real Tiger King goes by the name Dabo, Mr. Brantley Vest. Kevin, how we doing? Hard to believe we're, uh, we're recording episode number 10. Wow. Double digits, big time. Big time. No, number ten. Yeah, I am. I'm excited about that. That's that's pretty cool. And next, the man who still subscribes to the Netflix DVD service, Colin Thompson. Kevin, Kevin, what's up? I've been trimming out my uh, subscriptions over the last week or two, trying to eliminate some stuff. I was <laughs> one of the questions I had tonight was, "What are you currently subscribed to?" So you can go ahead and throw that out now if you want to. Would you Would you drop? Um, I dropped a couple things still holding strong to YouTube TV though. And I'll tell you what, like I waited till after football season to really utilize it because I wanted to see how I could handle watching live sporting events. And it's not bothering me at all so far. Um, so anxious to see kind of how that goes with the tournament this weekend. Very nice. And last, the man who has recently taken up karate due to his fascination with the show Cobra Kai, Mr. Christian Graver. Mr. Williams, sweep the leg, Daniel. What's going on, my man? It's a pleasure to be here tonight. I'm just Netflix and chilling right now. Just, just ready for this, man. Let's do it. You're pretty pumped, huh? I can tell. Yes, sir. Well, Brent, you know, you mentioned just a second ago, this is episode number 10, which I'm pretty stoked about. Uh, I think in our original conversation just about doing this podcast, I had read something, and maybe I mentioned it to you guys. I'd read something called uh, about pod fatigue. Apparently, that comes in around episode ten as life takes hold. You know, we've we've got children, everybody except Colin. We've got crazy work responsibilities. You know, things get in the way. And then pod fatigue sets in and, you know, I know Colin was a little under the weather the other day. Um, and I'm sure there's been some episodes where maybe you guys weren't as excited as, as some, but, uh, I'm not feeling the pod fatigue right now. I'm pretty encouraged by the feedback that we've got and you guys have been pretty committed and I'm having a good time doing it. Yeah, man, it's been, it's been a lot of fun and I've been, um, surprised even our level of guests that we've had so far and that they've just been cool people to chat with and, and looking forward to, to the next 10 after this. So. Absolutely. It's, it's wild to think like when we were just having this conversation uh, late in the, the fall or the winter and it becoming a reality. And as Brant said, just the guests that we've had, the topics we've had, the influence. When I went to the store the other day, I'm going to go ahead and tell you guys, I'm losing the weight challenge and I don't even care. And I'll tell you why it's because of the pod, because in my shopping cart, I put oatmeal cream pies. I put cinnamon toast crunch. And then I, I put a whole bunch of other stuff that we didn't even talk about. I can't totally blame the podcast, but you guys are a bad influence on me. So let's, let's keep going. Let's do another 10, man. See what happens. <laughs> I, um, I totally agree with that Christian. And I feel like everywhere I turn, like I see something that makes me think of the pod village blend is doing a special, uh, lucky charm shake tomorrow, uh, for St. Patrick's day. Well, I guess shell, you're gonna have to edit all that out anyways. <laughs> just forget it. Let's move on. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and drop it tonight. Special, uh, St. Patty's day mix. Oh. <laughs> hey, well, you know, Speaking of St. Patty's Day, that is tomorrow. You guys wearing your green tomorrow, hopefully, so you so you don't get pinched. But you know, I I gotta represent the green at school for sure. You know, you gotta the green point. tie with the uh, the, the blue, blue jean shirt. shirt, the blue jean shirt, green tie. Yeah, definitely, <laughs> absolutely. But man, it's a it is a good day. Ten episodes in, we've got NCAA tournament coming up. We've got St. Patty's Day tomorrow. We've got 
daylight savings just happening. You know, the, the more sunlight's always a good thing. We got hail coming. We got some hail coming for Colin. <laughs> Hopefully you get a couple roofing jobs. And, you know, just from a world standpoint, things to things tend to be looking on the up and up a little bit. So a lot of a lot of good stuff to look forward to this spring. Yeah, shots in arms and uh, stimmies in the bank, right? Yeah, fans in the stands when the Braves kick it off. Oh, man. There you 30, go. Absolutely. 33% capacity. That's going to be a tough ticket. Yeah. Spring oh, is game. that what they've said? Thirty-three percent. That's 33%. what they're going to start start the season with. Yeah. yeah. But they're saying a hundred percent for the All Star game, right? I don't know. I've I don't know that they've that. said anything. Yeah, I th- I've seen that for sure. That they're I hope so. hundred percent. So, are you going, so. Colin? I would love to go, but we'll just that see ticket. How that yeah. Out. Right on. Well, let's go ahead and get into a little bit of TV talk here before we get into our rankings. You know, TV time is is pretty sacred time for a lot of people. I mean, TV time is probably the biggest reason why people don't exercise or don't actually get a good night's sleep just because they're so addicted to whatever it is that they're watching. You know, a lot of people got some some pretty hardcore opinions and feelings about those shows that are that are available out there to watch but uh colin you've already talked about what you're subscribed to right now um you guys subscribe to everything i i think everybody's subscribed to amazon prime just because of the amazon membership but i don't really watch it too much uh other than that man i'm just on regular spectrum cable right now which i'm kind of digging man it'd been like five years um and then just disney plus what do you let me ask you this let me ask you this all right what you got what amount would be too much for you to subscribe to Disney Plus? What's that number? $17 a month. Are you subscribing? No. Oh, yeah. You are. The hesitation said it all. <laughs> no, it's the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. So. I don't think so, man. 17 bucks. No, probably not. Isn't it? It's 12 right now, right? Is that what you pay for? No, it's uh, $6.99. Really? Okay. But oh, if I you get a bundle, bundle. Yeah. with Hulu and ESPN Plus, which is what I do, it's like twelve ninety nine. Yeah. Okay. Which you know we talked about ninety sitcoms a few episodes back, and like if you want to go watch Boy Meets World and all those classics that were Disney, I mean that's why I got Disney Plus to start, and now I have a four month old who can watch the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse on mute and sit there and crack up for hours on end. So <laughs> I'm pretty set as a father. Yeah, we're gonna have to we're gonna have to look into Disney Plus soon. Rollins is really. She's still in the Daniel Tiger phase, but you can tell it's kind of she's ready for something different. So Grand Pair. That's Grand your favorite character, right? Grand Pair. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Disney Plus probably best value in, in streaming, in my opinion. This this is not really a subscription thing, but after our um sitcoms episode, I took some serious heat for no Seinfeld. So I'm currently about halfway through season two of Seinfeld. Wow, uh, nice. We're committed to pushing through. Um, I hear that season three is where it gets pretty good. Looking forward to getting there, but it hasn't been bad so far. Man, I, I don't know if I agree with that take. I, f- I feel like there's a lot of good that comes out of seasons one and two, but I, I agree with, with some that think it picks up and the writing maybe gets a little smoother and the characters get a little better uh, developed I, together. I love that this podcast is making people go back and like do homework, like and show respect to things like Seinfeld. That's awesome. I love it. That was justified heat that Colin took for, for <laughs> never having seen Seinfeld. I agree with that. Hey, speaking of doing homework, so I was doing some homework last night on on for tonight's episode, and Ashley, my wife, is in the garage walking on the treadmill, and all of a sudden. I hear some Carrie Underwood just blaring out loud, man. I'm talking about just like at the top of her lungs. And then the next thing Carrie I Carrie or so, Ashley? Oh, I, oh, it's it's a Carrie Underwood song, but it was but, Ashley. But Ashley, okay, okay. Correct. And then it moved on to Taylor Swift and – She was just getting it. Dude, I'm talking about getting it, man. Just So she out. stole your playlist? <laughs> Uh, that's disrespectful right there, man. That's disrespectful. Oh God. It's women's appreciation month. So that's right. It a little is. respect on the it female is. artist right it there. Is. It is too shy, too shy. Um, Colin, you just mentioned that you, you guys are watching Seinfeld right now. Is, is that, are you and Ashton watching that together? Is that just your show? How, how do you guys watch TV normally? You know, this is a show we are watching together. If it's a show that um, 
is an hour long show. I tend to watch those by myself just because Ashton doesn't quite have the appetite for those like I do. Um, and so if I'm waiting on her, it's going to take us three months to watch it. So <laughs> she loves sitcoms like that length of, t- of show. So 22 minutes, knock it out. Yep. What about you guys? Well, Kevin, the last show that Logan and I watched together, and I want to be very careful how I'll say this, Shit's Creek. That's S-C-H-I-T-T-S for Kevin. Um, we we really <laughs> motored show. through it. Yeah, great show. Dan Levy, just Eugene Levy, too. Um, we motored through that in probably about, I don't know, five or six weeks early during the pandemic. And Logan has not stopped watching that show. That's like her Seinfeld. She loves it. She's watched it like two or three times through now. Yeah, I watch Shit's Creek on a Friday night, even though we watch the entire series. Like, I'll watch it now randomly, like it's The Office or Parks and Rec or something yeah. like that. I mean, that's how good of a show it is. And and I'll say kind of in a similar vein to that, the 30-minute or less, you know, sitcoms that are easy to watch. My wife and I recently binged Superstore on NBC. Somebody told me, you've got to watch it. It's similar to The Office. I was like, don't even say that. That's disrespectful. But I got to give props to my boy, Mark Webb Jr. Came on the show last week. His wife said, you've got to watch it. My wife and I binged six seasons in like less than two months. And so now we're caught up. It's on its final season. So we watch it on Hulu. It puts the newest episode from NBC on on after Thursday night. And I'm telling you, that, that show, the writing is spot on. So if you like The Office, you like Parks and Rec, it's similar in that the characters kind of build up like that. So just a funny show, short show. Can't beat it. I've not watched Superstore before. I have heard that Shit's Creek is good, but um, yet to watch any of any of that. Is that on Netflix, Brent? Yes, it's on Netflix. It originally aired in like Canada, and it really didn't pick mm-hmm. up steam. I think the beginning of the pandemic is where it really picked up in popularity. But it was yeah. on like Pop. Is that right? Some kind of Canadian yeah, Pop. Network. Yeah, I was watching it live on yeah. Pop. But man, it was so good. Oh, so speaking speaking of Canada, you said it takes place in Canada, right? So you, I think that's just where it was filmed. But okay. that could be right. Where is Shit's Creek? Is it in the U.S.? It's, it's in, in Indiana no or something. Indiana, yeah, somewhere like that. Yeah. I have recently learned that Eugene Levy and Catherine O'Hare are both Canadians. Collins, since yeah. you love Disney now, yeah. you can go to the World Showcase in Epcot to to the Canada Pavilion and go watch a little video in there that is narrated both by eugene levy and katherine katherine o'hara so I'll speak of the do it and you just tell me about it how about that <laughs> listen katherine o'hara i'm gonna pause for a second and show her props she this may be an unpopular opinion but all the characters on that show are great she to me is my favorite character 100 i mean i mean i'm like her her voice her comedy her over-the-top personality i mean like she makes that show and and i will say like you know back in her home alone days and beetlejuice i mean for her to still be relevant and at that level huge so shout out to Catherine o'hara love to have you on the pod also best in show uh, oh yeah that's such a good movie and then a mighty wind oh yeah they make such a good team the two of them absolutely Catherine o'hara did you see the old Catherine O'Hara movie, Orange County? Oh, heck yeah. You remember Jack that? Black and yeah, old that was school. awesome. Long time ago. Love it. Early 2000s. All right, fellas. Well, as we're moving on, I got a game for you tonight, okay? We're going to call it the Netflix Over Under Game. And so, Colin, I've got 10 numbers for you. I'm going to give you a, a number and explain what that number is associated with. And you're going to tell me – that you think that the real answer is either over that number, under that number, or if you think it is exactly that number, you can say push, okay? Now, out of the 10 questions, there's only one push. So, obviously, you don't want to answer push two times. Does everybody kind of understand what we're going with here? Every, (laughs) Every correct response is worth one point. However, if you correctly identify the push, I will give you two points for that particular correct response. Hey, can I ask a quick question before we get started? You got it. How many game wins do I have now? I think you have two. 
How many Phantom game wins do you have, Colin? How many, how many made up? Everybody how, many, how many made up game wins do you have? How many has everybody else? Made up? I love you got question, you got man. one Phantom game win. Yeah, that's right. I don't have any. I got zero. Did we even do a game last week? I don't remember being there. Did we do one? It was bad. I mean, you might as well. You got to give you got to give Colin props last week. I mean, he just. Well, I mean, those were really deep cut artists, man. Like there was no Alan Jackson or like Dirk Bentley or, I mean, give a guy a chance, man. Okay. Kevin, I got to win tonight. All right, buddy. Here we go. All right. First question. Here we go. Netflix subscribers, 205 million. Netflix subscribers, 205 million. Christian, you're going over, under, or push? I'm going over. Over. Brant's over. going over. Okay. Over. All right. I'm going to give the results after we go through the questions. I don't want any answer to tip you off here. Okay. Here we go. Number two, Netflix revenue in 2020, 25 billion. Under. Over. Over. Brant, you said over. Colin, over. Yep. Number three. Netflix content titles, 5,300. Netflix content titles, 5,300. Over. Uh, under. I'm going to go under. Okay. Number four, percentage of subscribers outside the U.S. and Canada, 52%. Percentage of subscribers outside the U.S. and Canada, 52%. Push. I'm going to go uh over under okay number five number of hours per day that netflix subscribers watch on average 3.2 number Uh, of hours netflix subscribers watch on average per day 3.2 push under we'll go over brand under colin over Number six, number of times the Netflix mobile app was downloaded in January of 2021, 17.5 million. Number of times the Netflix mobile app was downloaded in January of 2021, 17.5 million. Over. Over. I'm going to go under. Okay. Number seven. Netflix subscribers in 2001, 500,000. Netflix subscribers in 2001, 500,000. Over. Under. Under. Christian over. Brant under. Under. Colin under. Number eight, the price of a premium Netflix subscription per month, $16.99. The price of premium Netflix subscription per month, $16.99. Push Un- under Colin with a push. Yeah, that's, that's very specific. I'm Christian used to under. Yeah. Okay. Brand. I'm going to go, go push again. Okay. Number nine money spent on content production by Netflix in 2020, 15 billion money spent on content production in 2020 by Netflix, 15 billion. Push. I'm going to go under. I'll go over. Okay. And number 10, the number of minutes the office was streamed in 2020 on Netflix, 58 billion. The number of minutes the office was streamed in 2020 on Netflix, 58 billion. Before it moved to Peacock. Hmm. Over, over, over. All right, brand <laughs> over, over for me. Over, over, over. All three overs. All right, here we go. I like this. This is going to be interesting to see who won. Okay, number one was Netflix subscribers. Uh, I, I threw out two hundred and five million. The correct answer is two hundred and three point six million. So the answer is under. So everyone missed that. <laughs> Zeros across the board. Number two, Netflix revenue in 2020. I threw out 25 billion. It is just under that at 24.99 million. Christian with the only point right there. So Christian up one to nothing. All right. Three, Netflix content titles. I gave out 5,300. The answer is 5,415. So the answer is over. 
Brant is the only one with the correct response there. So currently Brant and Christian tied up one-to-one after three. Number four, the percentage of subscribers outside the U.S. and Canada, I threw out 52%. The correct answer is 63.7%. So we were looking for an over on that. Christian, again, with wow. a correct response. Wild guess. So two to zero to one so far. Number five, the number of hours Netflix subscribers watch on average per day, 3.2. That is the only push 3.2 yes. hours a day so christian with two points Woo. right there all right colin over five number six <laughs> number of times the netflix mobile app was downloaded in january of 2021 i gave out 17.5 mil the answer is 19 mil so we're looking for an over right there christian and brant coming in colin over six <laughs> um over give me a joe de messina quote <laughs> what's that daggum beyonce song say my, <laughs> say my name say my name <laughs> number seven Netflix. not beyonce bud but either way it was oh, yeah. her and her children that's right Destiny. that's right my bad my bad number seven netflix <laughs> subscribers in 2001 i threw out 500,000. the answer is under 400,000. So Colin and Brant yeah. with one Colin on the board currently five to three to one. I got to go on a run right here. Yep. All right, here we go. Number eight, the price of premium Netflix subscription per month, 1699. The answer is 1799 nope. is over. All right. So no one gets that. Number nine, money spent on content production in 2020. I threw out 15 billion. The answer is over. 17.3 billion. Brant, you are within one. However, you've got Woo. the same answer as Christian coming in. <laughs> 10. Number of minutes the office was streamed in 2020, 58 billion. I threw out just under at 57.1 billion minutes. Christian, congrats. Hey. You got yes. The yes, I knew watching all that TV would pay off. What do I win? Uh, it just you, you just get a little tick mark beside your name if we're keeping oh. score on on this. Well, do do any of the fans want to send me like a box of uh, Honey Smacks or <laughs> <laughs> maybe they'll buy you a Netflix premium subscription? I'll take that. What does that come with? I, I'm interested. I didn't even know there was one. I don't know. I'll you take can it. Still get the DVD subscription as well for seven ninety nine a month. I don't think oh, I really? have a DVD player. <laughs> I really hope I'm not paying $17.99 for Netflix a month. I think the standard was either $12 or $13.99. That sounds like about where I'm at. Something like that. So the $3 uh -huh. would throw you off. Is that what you're saying? It would be concerning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, you guys got any thoughts before we get into our rankings? Are we ready to go? I do have some thoughts about Netflix. All okay. Right, what you got? And I'm kind of disappointed, and maybe it's more about me and my taste, but I haven't had a good Netflix show to watch in quite some time. I feel like it was very strong last year during the pandemic. I feel like there were really a lot of good shows that my wife and I watched, really got into. But I feel like over the past, I don't know, six months plus, I haven't had a good show. So maybe you guys will surprise me tonight with something I'm missing out on. But I feel like there are all these shows that people talk about and I'm like, just doesn't appeal to me. So I'm really hoping 2021, we're going to get some more Stranger Things, you know, some more, you know, next seasons of stuff like Ozark. So don't want to spoil anything, but I think there's a lot of good uh, seasons coming up this year, I hope. Well, I don't feel like I've got a lot to offer just because I'm one of the six people on planet earth that don't currently have a Netflix subscription. The last thing I watched on Netflix was a show called maniac with Jonah Hill and Emma stone. That was back yeah. in 2018. And shortly after that, I think we went ahead and canceled our subscription. So I have no idea about any of these new shows. If you have, have anything, I, I don't feel like I watch much TV at all, unless it's sports anymore. I kind of miss it at times, but um, e either way, I got some shows off the grid tonight, so I'm looking forward to talking about them. What about Family Feud? Steve Harvey. It's a great show. Oh, fantastic. Hilarious. Watch it three times a night. Man, it's good stuff. Rabbi it loves is. it. Love it. All right, CG, you ready? Let's do this. Number five. 
Well, coming in at number five for me, our top Netflix series. Um, a lot of my shows um, really probably start from 2013 to present. And my number five show would have been a lot higher considering how much buzz it had when it first came out in the first few seasons fizzled off a little bit later on. Um, but I got to give it up uh, to my main man, Mr. Frank Underwood, Zoe Bonds, the house of cards coming in at number five for me. Nice pick. Yes. Yeah, house of cards, not the house of cards, but you know what I mean? Oh yeah. Solid show. Enjoyed it. All right. My number five pick, I just mentioned it, a show by the name of Maniac. It was one season back in 2018. And again, I do I think this is the fifth best show on Netflix or one of the Netflix originals because that's what we're focusing on here. No, probably not. However, um, I haven't seen a ton of them. So, therefore, i got to select Maniac. Jonah Hill, Emma Stone, solid actors. I don't know. They were like going through some kind of pharmaceutical medicine trial. If you haven't seen it, it's got some it's got some weird stuff in it. But, you know, I usually give up on shows just a couple episodes in, but I actually stayed for the for the 10 episodes here. So it was enough to keep my attention. Number five, Maniac. I like it, Kevin. I like it. Um, coming in at five for me, uh, my only COVID show on the list. Team Pogue, give me Outer Banks. Let's go. Sarah Cameron, John B, Pogue Absolutely, Live. Yes. You're a kook though, Colin. You're you're like topper, dude, just chilling out at the beach house. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. All right, number five for me. So this show was was such a great show early on and it really fell off for me. Um Bloodline. Uh, the first couple of seasons were among the better seasons of any show I've ever watched and took a hard downward turn towards the end, end of the series. I think there was a story there about them running out of money or something like that. It got cut short. But anyway, and then I'll also just unpack my criteria real quick um, while we kick it off. So I, I took out all stand-up special Netflix originals because it would have just been one through five, anything Dave Chappelle had ever done. And then I also removed documentaries, like Netflix original documentaries. So I only pushed in shows and miniseries into my, into my ranking. So that's my number five bloodline. Yeah, uh, it's Coach Taylor, right? Absolutely. Got to love him. Coach Taylor, well – Brand, I'm glad you mentioned that because I felt like I needed to throw those in there just just to actually have five shows in there. So I may have a uh, a few of those in there. But yeah, great show, Bloodline. Love that. Number four. Well, coming at number four for me, uh, Colin just mentioned this one, but it was definitely that quarantine show. I'm a big fan of shows like the OC, One Tree Hill. So for me, Outer Banks definitely had to make my top five. And again, you know, for a show to only have one season, it's got to be pretty darn good to make my top five. So number four for me, again, is that Pogue Life. It's Outer Banks, number four. Apparently, I need to check that one out because I've not I've not seen that. And one season is appealing to me. I don't know. It feels kind of daunting if I'm behind like six seasons on something. Yeah, season two should be releasing this year. All right, number four for me, Christian, it was your number five pick. Number four coming in for me is House of Cards. Loved it. Francis and Claire Underwood. Get a little bit of the Gaffney Peachoid. What do they call the Citadel on there? The Sentinel. Sentinel. The yeah. Sentinel, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it started out strong. I actually have not finished the entire show just because I just completely lost interest. I don't know what season it was, like five probably where I lost interest. All right, number four, House of Cards. <laughs> number four for me, I'm curious to see if I'm the only one that's got this on their top five. It's an out-of-character show for me, but – I think I started watching it when it was in a really downtime of TV for me and just felt vested at that point. Orange is the new black. Uh, watch that all the way through little Piper Chapman. That's that is very uncharacteristic for you. Colin. It is. You must be a big American pie fan. Is that why you watched it or <laughs> <laughs> I bet for Jason Biggs? Oh yeah, that's right. 
I never watched it though. I watched I've the one first three seen episodes. It. I've never. I, I kind of just fizzled out after that. Never Colin saw it. Orange and got excited. So. Absolutely, <laughs> that's exactly what it was. That's funny. All right, number four for me, I, man. Again, this is another show. It was phenomenal the first couple of seasons. I put it at four uh, just because the others just had to had to go above it. House of Cards. Great show early. I mean, really one of the best shows of all time early. And then it just kind of took a dive. So I had to put it in at number four. It's a great show. Great show. Number three. Coming in at number three for me, guys, I don't know if you've seen the show or not. If you were fans of anything that's kind of medieval. So if you were, you know, a big fan of Game of Thrones, you either heard of this and said, nope, nothing's going to touch it. It's called The Last Kingdom. Four seasons. I did not want to give it a chance. I actually thought it was copying Game of Thrones. But if you're like me, I've had a Game of Thrones void ever since it ended. And this show for me, my wife and I, I believe we did all four seasons last year during kind of quarantine time. And it's one of those that I look forward to. I mean, hour-long episodes, maybe a little bit less. Um, I don't know. It was almost like Game of Thrones with a little more comedic relief if that makes sense but it definitely definitely did not disappoint um so utrid son of utrid if you go watch it you're gonna know what that means the last kingdom number three i've started to give that a chance several times and, and just didn't didn't do it yeah i like your I had explanation to take i have to i have to give it a shot is it one of those that you need to watch multiple episodes to get into yes it, it definitely does for me i think it took the first season but again, Game of Thrones, it took me episode nine or something of the first season to actually be like, okay, we're going to continue on. So yeah. it's one of those where it gets better and it kind of falls in line with a lot of the Game of Thrones storylines. But for me, it really filled that void. So All right. try it again. It okay. So not seen Last Kingdom either or Orange is the New Black or Out of Outer Banks. I've seen all of Brant so far, Bloodline and House Cards. All right, number three, Brant, you just mentioned it. Uh, your number five pick, Bloodline, is coming in at number three. I think Colin actually got me on that show a long, long time ago, and I remember just being bummed that the third season was going to be the end. And, and I think they kind of pre-released that even before season three came out. But, Brant, you, you mentioned something about the budget ran out of money. I was doing a little research – each episode costs between seven and eight and a half million dollars per episode. I had no idea about that. Oh. So being filmed down in the Keys, I guess, was was expensive. The only thing I didn't love about that show, it had John Leguizamo in there. Never been a huge fan. And the dude that played Danny on the on the show, fantastic actor. I mean, yeah. played played the character perfectly, but mm -hmm. uh, just did not enjoy enjoy him at all kind of like joffrey on game of thrones all right number three bloodline number three for me getting it the clean sweep for the group um house of cards uh really enjoyed it early on um loved frank early on loved his little desktop with a sentinel ring oh yeah give it to uh, me you know and loved the little few of the little dynamics they had in the show where he'd look at the camera kind of out of character and speak directly you know just oh yeah really good show early on but i think i i think i probably didn't finish it either kevin but that's how good of a show it is that it makes your top five and you didn't even have to finish it it's one of those where you were like couldn't wait you know i, I don't know about y'all do y'all ever say i'm gonna watch one episode a week or do you sit down in a weekend and basically binge it all like i'm a binger i'm a binger too, yeah. yeah when i find yeah. a show i'm really into like i'll stay up till 12 45 and i'll be like man i've watched three episodes in a row right my wife and i have stayed up before we had a kid till 3 or 4 a.m on a friday night like binging a show like house of cards like that'll never happen again but it was it was cool man i haven't been that into a show like that in a long time like i i enjoy one or two episodes a week if i'm into a show but i haven't had one lately that i've just been like oh i need to knock out a one season more one, just weeks. one more yeah yeah <laughs> are you still watching brant are you still watching? <laughs> i used to get that all the time yeah. yes yeah, yeah. Hour in a row. 
Brian, I felt like when we were roommates, we kind of it was kind of the glory days of shows. Like you, I had agree with land, that. You had, yes, you had House of Cards. I mean, um, man, that was a good stretch. Good stretch for TV. How about your boy? How about your boy, Doug Stamper? Dude, Stamper, Dude, I was one of the throw best characters. Out. Absolutely, man. Oh, yeah. Big Atlanta Braves. Braves fan. Yeah, yeah big Braves yeah. fan. That's right. <laughs> Hey, and I saw this since since we've all talked about House of Cards now. I, I kind of, you know, didn't mention this just not to take up so, so much time. But Netflix actually got House of Cards over a, HBO and AMC because Netflix committed to two seasons. So uh, that's how House wow. of Cards actually got on Netflix. I thought that was a cool fact. That was a good. Get. That is cool. I could see that on HBO, but I'm glad it was on Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Is it my turn? I have no idea. Yes, it is. All right. Number three. Number three for me is a, a fairly new show. It's a it's a one season uh, show. I, man, I just got way into this. I loved it. Uh, the Queen's Gambit. I don't know if anybody's seen it, but uh, man, it's just the, the writing. I mean, it's a it's a former it's a novel from 1983, but just the, the writing, the acting, I, I love the storyline. It, it was really good. The Queen's Gambit, number three. I've heard of it. I haven't watched it, but people put that up there. Phenomenal. Number two. Well, coming in at number two for me, um, you know, this has been one of the best series that I've watched in quite some time. And really, the main character, it's amazing the different roles he can play in different shows because his origins are in comedy. His name is Jason Bateman, and I hope to hear this on some more lists here. But, man, this guy can do it all. And I got to give a shout-out to my brother, Joe, for getting me into this show. He's like, you got to watch this. He's like, Jason Bateman. I was like, Jason Bateman, like, is comedy. You know, he's Arrested Development. He's Dodgeball. He's Game Night. You know, I was like, there's no way. And, I mean, he just blows me away, gets better every season and just the way his character has developed. I, I just can't get enough Ozark for me. Number two uh, could have been number one, but I'm kind of disappointed. I've heard this is going to be the final season in 2021, perhaps a two parter, uh, but it's going to probably be at least 16 to nine, 18 episodes. So I'm excited about that. Um, just a great show overall. Ozark number two. Great call. Great show. I have a feeling it's coming back. I know it's coming back. Yeah. All right. So I've not seen Ozark either. So Kevin, my, yeah, I haven't. Oh, you don't have Netflix anymore. <laughs> I don't. I don't. You better get just, it. It's just not enough time in the day, man. I don't. I, just, I don't know. Anyways, all right. So my number one and number two is going to be kind of off the grid. You know, I asked the thread about this, and 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 Brant gave it the okay. So uh, my number two show is Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, which is just the little docu series with Jerry Seinfeld riding around in a classic automobile, cool car with pretty much an A list celebrity, and it, and it actually got started on on Seinfeld's old network that he used to own called Crackle. I think he had like five or six seasons on there, but the last five or six seasons have actually been exclusive to Netflix. So I threw it on there as a Netflix original. It's got 84 total episodes, um, but just absolutely hilarious. I mean, you got Jerry Seinfeld. Everybody knows from the 90s sitcom show how, how obsessed I am with Seinfeld in general and his style of comedy. But when he's sitting down interviewing Alec Baldwin or Jimmy Fallon or Ricky Gervais or, Ellen DeGeneres, whoever it may be on a particular show, Chris Rock. I mean, we could go on and on. Man, it's just so, so funny. Um, I, I did not know this, but every episode of Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, they actually pay whoever it is that he's interviewing $100,000. And, I, you know, I don't guess I'm super surprised by that, by that, but I just associated, okay, well, this is Jerry Seinfeld and he's just friends with all these people. And they're just like doing him a favor here on this show, but man, a hundred K to ride around with Jerry Seinfeld and have a meal or a cup of coffee with him. So number two comedians in cars, getting coffee. Colin, would you do that for a hundred K? Because I know you've only seen like one and a half seasons of Seinfeld. Was that enough money for you? Yeah. I don't know. He creeps me out a little bit, to be honest. I mean, I think there's a good chance if you spend too long in a car with him, you're going to wind up in jail. Um, you know, we'll no see. No soup for you, Colin. 
Number two for me, uh, I can't I, don't, I can't remember if this one's going to be a clean sweep or not, but I uh, got a little bit more respect for Bloodline than some of you do. What a great show, literally up until like the final two episodes of the show. Like we've talked about it. I don't want to rehash it, but man, it was intense too. Like, and I remember watching it and they're, they're sweating just with the Florida heat, but I'm sitting there sweating because I mean, it was that intense of a show, like start to finish. Like it was all intense. Like you were just waiting on the whole, the whole thing to come collapsing down. The classic line from Coach Taylor, and I don't even remember his clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Uh, John Rayburn. John Rayburn. Yeah, <laughs> it's a right. Rayburn's classic line. We're not bad people, but we did a bad thing. Yeah. I mean, that <laughs> yeah. sets the tone for the whole show. It's classic. So I'm gonna disappoint you guys because it's not a clean sweep. I've only watched like the first episode. My wife wasn't into it. I'm a huge, huge Coach Taylor fan. I got to go back and watch it. I think who else is that? Linda Cardellini or whoever, whoever's in that. I, I need to go watch it now. You guys have forced me just like you forced my hand with oatmeal cream pies and cinnamon toast crunch. Now I got to go eat the box while I watch bloodline this weekend. Thank you. Colin, I, you, I think you're right to point out. It was really the last two episodes where it got off the rails. I tended to, I tended to look back and think that whole third season was a disaster, but I don't think it was in hindsight. So, I mean, I probably should have given it a little bit uh, more respect. And I, and I can't, this may be a discrepancy in me remembering wrong. So, you know, I was thinking even that they had already started filming the la- the third season when they found out they weren't getting a fourth. And I know as viewers, we found out before the third season that right. that was going to be it. But I'm thinking – that they were in the production for the third season before they found out they weren't. So that might have been just writers trying to jam a jam too much in or something. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Um, all right, number two for me. Um, this is a this is a relatively new show. I'll be interested to hear if anyone else has seen it. This is based on a true story, but it's an actual written miniseries. When they see us, uh, twenty nineteen. It's a miniseries about the Central Park Five. Uh, this is like one of the few times and and just uh, viewing experience where I you were just completely gutted by what happened. This was a story of five teenagers who um, there was like a really a New York city prosecutor that was trying to make a name for herself and really pinned a crime on kids basically. Um, and one of the kids was 18 and got or 17 and got tried as an adult and manages, he spends the next 15 years in jail. And it, uh, you know, it's just, it's just gutting, man. It's, it's crazy. I would suggest to anybody that hasn't seen it to watch it when they see us number two. I've not seen it, but going to put it on the queue. Number one. Well, coming at number one for me, this is a show that really brings the nostalgia of the 80s. I want somebody to play the theme music for me, please, when this comes on the pod, because I am a huge fan of pop culture and especially anything back in the day, like in the day for me, meaning like 80s, preferably, which was this past season. But it's Stranger Things. I mean, there is nothing like that show. The actors, all of the above, the soundtrack, just everything about that show. Like that is one of those shows where when I find out it's coming on, like I'm giddy about it. I got it. I'm counting down to watch it. And unfortunately, because there's only usually like 10 episodes, like I'm done like in two days and I hate that. I'm like, I want to savor it. That's an, that's a series I could probably go back and watch today and just be like enthralled by the whole thing. I mean, I, I don't even know who my favorite character is, but a couple of years ago I was actually 11. If y'all have watched the show for, for Halloween, um, I had a box of egos, a little pink dress on a blue jacket, Chuck Taylor's anyways, stranger things. Number one for me, the next season coming out, I believe, in 2021. I've been counting down. Hopper, he's still alive. I believe it. Stranger Things, number one. All right. So I got some thoughts on Stranger Things, Christian. I've only seen season one, and I was loving it. 
and then what is it called the upside down right or the yeah the upside down okay that got a little strange for me because i'm usually not into sci-fi too much sure then tell me this i I mean i haven't seen season two or season three but does is winona Ryder still on the show (laughs) she is now she's annoying i will say like her character man she would be enough to get you to say i can't but i'll be honest with you you almost need her later on. I mean, just you don't, but she's a staple character you could do without, but she's just there for a reason. And there's some other characters that come into the fray that she gets kind of entwined with. But I mean, I can't even tell you who my favorite character is. I mean, I love Hopper. I mean, the Steve, you know, basically is sort of the big brother of the group there. I mean, all the kids are classic. I mean, I don't know. It's one of those shows to me that it takes me back to like a simpler time. It's like this Goonies kind of cult classic. And it got me to like start collecting these little Funko pop action figures. I mean, it it totally geeked me out, man. So I don't know. Give it a chance. Kevin, I'm going to buy you a Netflix subscription. I don't do that. (laughs) Hey, what is I, I remember the curly haired kid. He was awesome. He was probably his name was my, Dustin. Dustin. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He's right. he's funny. And man, you hit the nail on the head though. Just like that vintage, like it's so retro, the opening with the oh, yeah. music, just everything. Yeah, it's solid, man. All right. So my number one completely off the grid here. So when I had Netflix, I tended to focus a lot on like the food documentaries and things like that. I still love watching food shows. You know, if I, if I get a little bit of time to watch something, but Guy Fieri. yeah, yeah. Not too bad. Not too bad. What's that? Diners, drive-ins and dives. Yeah. Yeah. Triple D. Um, so my number one show and I highly, highly recommend it. If you're into food at all, it's called the chef's table. 30 episodes and usually each season is about five or six episodes. And so I knocked those out pretty quickly when I, when I actually had Netflix, but they've got a couple spinoffs. You've got the regular chef's table and then you've got France, you've got a barbecue chef's table. And it basically just profiles these award-winning chefs. Um, Everything from, you know, Michelin, three-star Michelin, I don't even know what you call them, but Michelin star restaurants, fine dining to like these street cooks in Thailand, the Buddhist monks that make this like, I don't know, some kind of crazy kimchi. And if food's not your thing, you're probably not going to enjoy it. Um, But man, it's incredible. It's won all kinds of awards for for documentaries and docuseries and food-based awards, obviously. But number one, Chef's Table, check it out if you haven't. I interesting. Like it. Interesting. Uh, number one for me, it's been mentioned already. I think it's probably coming again somewhere. Uh, Ozark for me, number one. Really, this show for me came out of nowhere. You know, I think I, one or two people had recommended it, got in, and I was hooked. You know, I think the story has been able to um, continue the plot line while also kind of reinventing itself a little bit season to season kept it interesting love ruth man she's wiry <laughs> you know great character for a show like that you know not somebody you'd expect to, to to be a fan favorite but great character love love ozark hey marty marty <laughs> <laughs> i wanted you to give me a ruth impression but i did it for you love i appreciate it. that marty bird <laughs> hey marty right. well Back-to-back weeks, I don't know how unlikely, this was especially unlikely last week, but now, uh, maybe not as much so here. Colin and I have the same number one. It's it's uh, Ozark, great show, huge Jason Bateman fan. Uh, everything about, everything that Colin and Christian have said, it's just a great show. It's, uh, you know, I like the fact that it's uh, reinvented itself to a degree and it's kind of, uh, the writing is phenomenal. The storyline is good. Really looking forward to the next season. I didn't actually know that it was the last season, Christian. That's a bummer. But uh, oh, I'm sorry. hopefully Spoiler it is. Alert. It's a two-parter. It it's going to be basically like two seasons. Okay. I like that. Work. I can deal with it. I can deal with it. But that's that's my number one. Great show. Look forward to it. Is there anyone on that show you can't stand? Like his wife, for instance? Or I mean, I guess you need her. But early on, I was like, gosh. 
Gotta yeah. get rid of her. <clears throat> Man, I, I like her character too. She's very strong. She's grown on she, me. Yeah. 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 I mean, she she makes stuff happen uh, when Marty is a little unwilling to do something. Uh, they make a good team. I struggled with the brother, with her brother. <clears throat> yeah. In the latest. Yeah. He was kind of off the rails. Yeah. Very different. Yeah. Very Danny esque. You just kind of felt like he was out of control. Mm. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so Colin, I know how fond you are of Homeland on Showtime. How does Ozark, I know they're two completely different types of shows, but how does that compare to, to Homeland? How does Ozark compare to Homeland? It, it doesn't. I mean, it's, you know, Homeland's the varsity and, and Ozark's the JV to me. But <laughs> that's strong. That's strong. Yeah, Maybe that's true, statement. but strong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was a Homeland fan. I mean, I I didn't actually watch the last season, so I probably need to go back and do that. Um, you know, I was a big fan of Brody and, you know, a big fan of Saul. I mean, so many good characters in Homeland. Um, you have and, to watch the last season. Okay. Yeah, I need I mean, closure, yeah. I guess. I, Carrie was just throwing me off, man. I, She's probably off the rails. The, the series, I don't want to give anything away, but the the series finale was phenomenal. It really tied everything together. Okay, I need to wrap it up with a bow. It, it took it from a show that was phenomenal early on, semi-lost its way and trailed off, to a to a show that really was was a, a banger start to finish. I mean, yeah. it, it I really like it. ties it up. Colin, I'm going to put you on the spot. Billions or... Homeland. Homeland. Got to choose one. Really? Homeland. Billions is a great show in the sense, I feel like you can watch just about any single Billions episode and it, it's good as a standalone. Right. Start to finish, eh, it's okay. Like, yeah. it's just not a consistent plot line necessarily. Homeland, you know, it was definitely a start to finish type thing. I love that we've gone straight to Showtime. Show. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> Billions is too PG-13, Colin. I'm surprised you've <laughs> stayed up for it um i will say guys just gonna throw out and maybe you have one of these that wasn't on your top five on netflix but like you would recommend people to watch for me it's a show called dead to me i'm a big fan of christina applegate um the other girl on there linda cardellini i think she was on bloodline she was on grandma's boy she was on um freaks and geeks growing up um really just an interesting story. I'm not usually a fan of something that looks very like, it's like two girls, you know, hanging out. It's really not. It's this crazy story about Christina Applegate. Basically it's just a wild story. She loses her husband. And so basically she's this widowed real estate agent. And I don't know, she meets this person in a support group and I can't give you too many details because it will tell you the story. It's only had two seasons, but it's one of those shows. that's like, wow. Like it surprised me. I was into it and I was like ready to binge it. And it's had two seasons. I'm hoping it comes back for another one. It's sort of a dark comedy. Um, but I found myself being a big Christina Applegate fan over the, the last few years. I mean, from vacation, the reboot on that to Anchorman and all that. I'm, I'm like, I'm a fan. It is a pretty good Monday. show. It is a pretty good show. Um, oh, I, I haven't seen it all. I don't think, but I've seen maybe 75% of the episodes out there. Well, you're dead uh, to me. Colin. Show where like she's a zombie or something. She's got, no, 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 no. That's it. that Catalina wine mixer. No, what's that called? Uh, that's Santa Clarita diet. With oh, okay, okay. That looks yeah, like yeah. it, but that's yeah. not it. Okay. Um, sort of, a, a genre probably familiar but <laughs> i was, I was kind of surprised to see uh or not see any narcos on the list um, haven't seen it yeah it's, i loved it early on and i just did not pick it back up i i feel like once the who what pablo after that same. yeah, yeah and i just just dropped the ball on it can i give you my biggest surprise of the night is that kevin did not have fuller house in his top five is hey. that fair Okay, so Narcos, Fuller House, just about every single series ever that I've started, I get like two or three episodes in. I'm like, all right, this is not even worth it. And so I give up on it. Fuller House was definitely that. Narcos, didn't love it at all. And and I normally like like that kind of show. Um, didn't love it at all. 
Let me tell you the most overrated show of all time, not a Netflix original. So I'm glad you mentioned this because I had it in my notes of possibly talking about it. It was an AMC show and it was Don't on say Netflix, it. Mad Men. Oh, dude. Yes. Mad okay. Men. Like Thank it, you. It, okay. Thank you, so Kevin. What, 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 what is there to love about Mad Thank Men? Thank you. Okay, I'm so glad you said this. And Brant looks like he may have a rebuttal. But let me just tell you, I was really trying so hard. Like, I probably watched half of the seasons, and it's like, John Hamm, you've got to like him. The girl from The Handmaid's Tale or whatever. Like, she, there's nothing about her that I like. I hate her character. I just was like, what is up with this show? Do I have to like it? Because society tells me to. And I, I really tried hard and I loved when the guy ran over a guy's foot with the lawnmower in the office. I mean, there were some good moments, but I just like, couldn't like convince myself that it was good about three or I don't know how many seasons in like the first couple, my wife and I were like, all right, we're all in, like, we've got to watch this. And then for me, I was like, this just took a turn for the weird. And I'm just I can't keep going with it and I can't convince myself that it's this awesome show. It was good, not great, definitely not this iconic show that everyone thinks it is. So I don't know. That's just how I feel. Same. It's good. It's good. I mean, 94% Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes doesn't lie. You're in the you're in the minority on this. But I think we might have talked shows before. Who's seen Breaking Bad? Show of hands. Absolutely. For me, that is the best series, hands down, of all the shows that I've watched. And that's coming from a guy who watched it a decade after it actually originally aired. And not only watched it, but was addicted to it. And the movie El Camino was amazing. And I mean, just something about it. Like to this day, like I'll send gifts and quotes of Walter White and Hank and Pinkman. I mean, like there was nothing to me that compared to it. I mean, like I don't even talk about game of Thrones in the same vein as I talk of that. So like breaking bad to me, like you can't hold a candle to it. You know, if, if we could count that as top shows, like that's going to be my number one. You, you want to talk about an annoying character. And I agree with everything you said, Christian. I don't know if it's my favorite all time, but it's definitely up there. It would have to be in the top five for me. Skylar white is one of the most annoying yes. characters of all time. It worked. Oh. It was perfect, but agreed. So agreed. Annoying. So bad. Like, yeah, man. Yeah, not a oh, fan. Man. Felt bad for Walter. Yes, me too. I'm like, hey, look, this is for the best, bro. Stay in your apartment. <laughs> Absolutely, man. If we weren't so focused on just Netflix originals, my must watch for, for anybody on Netflix, if you haven't watched it, I guess you can get it on Peacock now. I'm not sure. Tiger King? That would, no, be Parenthood. Never watched Tiger King. Couldn't, couldn't tell <laughs> yes. you a thing about it. Yeah, That's Parenthood a was a classic. Oh, I watched classic. it all the way up to the finale and had tissues in hand. Man, man. incredible cast, incredible content. Just jam up, man. What a show. I, I fell in love with that show, man. Logan and I binged it over, you know, probably two months, but it, we were watching two episodes a night for forever. It felt like, yeah. yeah. I gotta, I gotta say something. The kids today don't know what it's like to wait for Friday night to get your top four shows on TGIF. Like TGIF. all you do now is binge and like, yeah. no one will ever know what that was like again. Yeah. Well, you know, we were talking about this, my wife and I, when when we were kind of going through the 90s sitcoms, you know, I, I don't, not that I'm hanging out with other families on Friday night, but Mr. Cooper, I don't think, I don't think families are just hanging out watching shows on a Friday night. Yeah. Everybody's got their own little Netflix queue or channel or whatever you want to call it. And everybody's watching their own thing. Yeah. yeah. So I feel you on that, Christian. Yeah, we lived in a golden era. We did, man. 90s country, 90s sitcoms. Let's go. Bring it back. Bring me back. Hey, my, <laughs> 90s, my 90s country list has already changed, like, seriously, like five times. Yeah, Chattahoochee's already back up to number one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Beach is a Cheyenne. What a call, Brent. What a great uh, What's up with Cheyenne? She made the list, like, multiple times. What's What's her deal, man? <laughs> <laughs> the rodeo capital that's right Wyoming. <laughs> well hey just like every episode this was a uh, a great time let's recap this real quick before we close it out 
Uh, Christian, coming in at number five, you had House of Cards. Number four, Outer Banks. Number three, Last Kingdom. Number two, Ozark. And number one, Stranger Things. My list, number five was Maniac. Number four, House of Cards. Number three, Bloodline. Number two, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee. And number one, Chef's Table. Colin, your number five show was Outer Banks. Number four, Orange is the New Black. Number three, House of Cards. Number two was Bloodline. And number one was Ozark. And Brent, coming in at number five for you was Bloodline. Number four, House of Cards. Number three was The Queen's Gambit. Number two, When They See Us. And then number one, Ozark. So we had a nice compiled list right there. So to all of our listeners out there, if you're looking for something to watch, maybe grab something off the list that would – Hopefully, uh, wet your whistle a little bit. But, guys, I appreciate you joining, and I can't wait to do it again. Say goodnight, Kevin. 